Thank you for listening to this sermon. To engage with Grace City Church further, please check out our website, gracecitychurch.net, where you can find links to our socials. Or come visit us in person. All are welcome. God bless. So good evening, everyone. And I'm excited to press into God's word and to have us encounter with him tonight, you know. I'm so excited that you guys are here with me and along for the ride. So let's get into it. Today, we are going to be looking at a passage in Luke 18, which is chapter, well, sorry, Luke chapter 18, verse 15 to 17. And it's not a very long chapter or long section of verses, but I'm once again reminded doing this as to how much God can put and speak out through just so little in his word. And I'm so excited to press into this. So this verse and this, these verses are talking about what it means to be children of God. And I think within the church, you know, we often talk about being children of God. We sing about it in songs, you know, in the Bible, it talks about in John 1 verse 12, but to all who do, did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And we have that chance to be adopted into sonship, into God's family. And we sing about it and we pray to God the Father, but I don't think we often talk about what does it mean to be a child of God, you know? What does it mean to actually live out our lives as God's children and to come to him in this way? So we're going to read through Luke 18, verse 15, 17. should be on the slides. It's a short one, and then we'll get into it. People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place his hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. I think even in three short verses, God has placed so much wisdom and teaching for us to unpack. Okay, so in this time, what was happening is Jesus was doing some preaching and doing some preaching as he normally does. And at this point, parents were trying to bring, you know, their children towards him to bless them, to have them be blessed, to have him lay his hands on them and pray for them. And the disciples were trying to hold them back, you know, because children in that time were a very low standing, you know, they weren't cared about much, they weren't given much light of day. And they were quite humble. And in this time where we're talking about children, it's more talking about prepubescent, you know, they were low standing and they didn't have much to their name. And you, the disciples were trying to stop this from happening. You know, maybe they thought that Jesus would have been overwhelmed by all these people coming up. Maybe they thought that he needed space or that the children were not worth the time of Jesus. But Jesus instead invites the children to come to him and says that the kingdom of God belongs to the such as these. You know, whether you are new to having a relationship with Jesus, whether you have known him for a long time or don't know him at all, I believe that there is something for us all to learn from this passage. Jesus tells us that the kingdom of God belongs to such of these, that his kingdom here on this earth, the church and his people belongs to such as these. When he says this, what did he mean? Did he mean that people under the eight were welcome in the kingdom of God? Did he mean that people shorter than four feet were welcome in the kingdom of God? No, he was referring to the characteristics that children have which we should pursue. When we grow up and become adults, it's so easy for us to try and live life on our own, to do it in our own strength and rely on ourselves in the good and the bad. Jesus calls for us to be like the little children, 
And there are four key childlike characteristics that I want to encourage and challenge us all to pursue. The first characteristic that I want us to look at is childlike trust. This was already coming up in the singing songs and talking about trusting in God. There were some great words around that. And God calls for us to trust in him like a child trusts in their parents. So often we get caught up in the worries and stresses and anxieties of this world. We worry about having enough money to keep up with the rent or to buy a house. We worry about what we're going to eat for dinner. We become anxious and we talk ourselves out of sharing Jesus with a colleague at work. You know, we try to keep control over every situation in our lives and we get overwhelmed and we can't keep it all under our own control. However, children are entirely different. They don't worry about anything at all. Like as we saw, maybe you saw baby Lola running around who is Morgan and Alana's daughter and she's just running her back and forth freely. She's not thinking at all, what are they going to feed me for dinner? You know, what's going on tomorrow? Are we going to the park? How am I going to get there? Like what's happening at all? You know, she's stress and worry-free. She gets out there and she lives freely and knows that her parents will have a meal on the table when they get home. In the same way, God wants us to have this level of trust for him. There are an amazing number of promises laid out in the Bible, promises that God will be with us, that he will provide us peace, that he will strengthen us, and that he will provide for us when we trust in him. Matthew 6, verse 31 to 33 says, Therefore, do not worry about, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Jesus shows us that we need not worry or be anxious, that we can trust in God fully, as a child trusts in their parents, and that he will provide for us. So whether we are anxious for food or finances or faith, whether we understand what is going on or not, let us step out and give control over to God. Let him take us into what is good and let us trust in him fully. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on our own understanding. The second characteristic which we can learn from children is humility. Humility is definitely not one of the easiest characteristics to grow in. <laughs> and as we are growing in it, it can be so easy to get complacent as we start to think we are doing well with it. Maybe we glorify God with our actions, but attribute it all to ourselves. Maybe we put others before ourselves while looking down on them internally for not being as righteous as we are. We listen to teachings half-heartedly because we believe that that person doesn't know as much as us. And in the midst of this all, we get proud of how amazingly humble we are. We lose sight of the grace that God has given to us and the example that Jesus set in humbling himself for us. The passage before this was initially addressed towards those who are confident of their own righteousness and look down on everyone else. And in contrast to those who look down on everyone else, Jesus uses those who are one of the lowest of society to teach us. You know, he points out the children and points to them as an example for us to look to. He calls for us to put his kingdom first, to be teachable as a child is, accepting rebuking and guidance from him and from our leaders around us, and to take that with a humble heart and to be seeking more of him and less of us. 
I know this isn't an easy one to do, and often we can try to be so perfect ourselves that we don't need any teaching, that we don't need rebuking, that we think we've made it ourselves. But God is asking us to be open, to humble ourselves, and to be accepting of the teaching and the rebuking that he has for us. This involves a daily practice of humbling ourselves before God as his child and choosing to walk his way and in his strength instead of our own. It's certainly not an easy task, but as we step back and allow God's power to move and his will to come instead of our own, we will see such great fruit and lives changed as we glorify his name and not our own. The third characteristic that we can learn from children is to have childlike dependency. (laughs) As we go throughout our lives as adults, our tendency is to mostly rely on ourselves, our education, our talents, and our experience to take us where we need to go. All around us, the world tells us that it is weak to rely on others and that we need to be strong enough to face any situation on our own. We can think that our problems are too big or too little for God, and we don't give them over to him. Yet as we trust and humble ourselves before God, so too he wants us to depend on him for all things. We lack the strength to go through this life alone, let alone to be made right before God on our own. Jesus points to the children again and teaches us to be like these little children who rely on their parents for everything. Babies rely on their parents for food, for clothing, for protection, to be cleaned and for literally everything. They would be helpless without their parents. And in the same way, Jesus calls us to be dependent on our Father in heaven for everything. This can be daunting, it can be challenging, and it can be scary. But there is such peace in relying on the God who will never fail and will sustain us instead of our own strength. Where I know that I will fail in proclaiming his word, fall short in stepping out for him and make so many mistakes, I know that God leading, with God leading me, nothing can stand in the way. Paul in Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. We have been crucified with Christ, so let's allow his power and strength to live out through us and depend on him rather than relying on our own strength. The final characteristic, which I want to encourage you all in, is in childlike surrender, which we have yet again sung about tonight and heard so powerfully about. You know, all these things, trust, humility, dependence, they involve us surrendering over to God. Not only in these specific areas, but with our whole lives. In verse 17 of this passage, it says, Truly I tell you, anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God, like a little child, will enter it. God calls for us to lay down our crown. Tom was talking about the different kings having to surrender to each other. And I believe we've made ourselves the kings of our own life. You know, we think we can do it on our own. We try to do it on our own. And Jesus calls for us to lay down our crown before him, to let him take control of our lives, to surrender ourselves over to him, and that we're going to find such peace and life and freedom and joy in that. I think a common experience that we have, I don't know if everyone else had this but I think I did when I was growing up, is when you're a child, you want to be an adult. You can't wait till you're over 18, till you can do whatever you want to do. You know, I'm going to get out. I'm going to be my own person. I'm going to just do whatever I want. 
And then as soon as you get and become an adult, you're like, what are all these responsibilities? What do I have to do? Wait, I need to take care of myself now? I need to be in control of my own lives. And we look back at the innocence of children, the freedom with which they run around, they just live with joy, there's wonder at every turn, and there's nothing on their minds and their heart. And we can think, I want to be like them again. And when God calls us to lay down control of our crowns and surrender to Him, it may seem, or it can seem like a bad thing, not being in control of our lives. But we are able to know that joy that freedom, that childlike awe and wonder again, as we trust in Him and depend on Him instead of our own ways. We can trust in God's plan and control and know that it is so much better than our own as He has never failed us before and never will fail us. Let us accept His gift of salvation like little children on Christmas morning. When they come in with so much enthusiasm and excitement, they are already awake when the parents go in to check on them if they haven't already run out of their rooms and woken up their parents. They're so excited for the gift and there's so much joy when they open it and so much wonder at what's new. And God wants us to come with that joy and excitement and accept his gift that he gives us of salvation. Let us be eager and awestruck children of God who are excited to open our Bibles, who are excited to see what good gifts God has for us each day each good and perfect gift that comes from Him. And as we choose to lay down our lives before Him, may we be eager and with a sense of wonder for what God is going to do. I want to encourage you all that all are welcome to come before God as His children. No one is too unworthy or low in standing or has messed up too much to come before Jesus. And I want to invite you all to come to know Jesus. Could I invite the band back up as well as I'm inviting people now? But I want to challenge and encourage us all today. If you haven't surrendered yourself over to Jesus, I want you to know that he is inviting you here today. He wants you to come to him as a child. Children seem to have no fear or embarrassment when they do a lot of things, you know, they are happy to get out there and to just go for something, to go without fear or embarrassment and just put their trust in their parents and what's going on. And God wants us to come before him with no fear or embarrassment for what we've done in the past, for what shame we might have, to put our trust in him and to give our life to him and to experience the joy and freedom that he has for us. So I want to invite you all to that. <laughs> and the other area that I want to invite people to is maybe you've been trying to go along on your own. Maybe there's an area of your life that you haven't surrendered over. Maybe you've been so caught up in the world and trying to control everything yourself that you aren't experiencing God's joy and your peace. And I think it's so easy to lose that awe and that wonderment, but God wants us to be joyful in his church, to be joyful in our lives and to spread and shine his light throughout this world. So then I invite you to come to God with humility, to lay down your life before him, to surrender it to him and depend on him for all. This sermon was recorded at Grace City Church's Sunday morning service. Thanks for engaging with us online and we pray that this sermon greatly encourages your faith and walk with God.